Hi, everyone, and welcome to Murder and Merlot. We are a true crime book club podcast. I'm your host, Tara. And I'm your host, Michelle. We are putting down our books and picking up the paper. Because this is the morning news. Not just any morning news, but a special spooky morning news. The second one. Spooky. Love it. Spooky. And we're kind of lying about putting down the books and picking up the paper because we're actually still picking up the books. It's true. (laughs) But, you know, it sounds catchy. It's our thing. (laughs) Yeah. Yeah. So we looked into true crime news updates this week, but there doesn't really seem to be any that we need to mention. So... (laughs) Nothing has happened in regards to the cases that we've covered, which is weird. It is weird. There's been a lot of other strange things happening. I've found lots of like, ooh, that would be good for a future morning news, but nothing that actually pertains to current things or things we've talked about in the past. So we'll have to save all. The only thing that I can think of is that the the guy who killed the Red Deer doctor Mm. is found fit to stand trial. Oh, right. Yes. But other than that. Yeah, and that was Nothing. a couple of weeks ago that we learned yeah. that. So, yeah. So I guess that means we could just start talking about spooky things right away. Yeah. All right, friends. Grab your glass and get cozy. Let's talk about spooky things. Tink. <laughs> Quite the arm movement you made there. <laughs> I did. I did like a, <laughs> a swoop and a tink and a, I don't know. Yeah. <laughs> I was feeling it. Yeah, it's excellent. <laughs> So I'm going to go first again, right? That's right, because we're going to end on your spooky... More spooky tales, I know. It's fun. I love it. (laughs) I've been really creeping myself out thinking about all these stories and thinking about my experiences. Like, I've been... Yeah. Oh, yeah. And I'm like... (laughs) I'll be sitting, like, doing something, and all of a sudden I'll feel like I see something move out of the corner of my eye, and I'm like, what was that? And, And there's nothing there. Or it was my kid or something, but I'm like, am I conjuring these things towards me? I don't know. Wiley scared the shit out of me today just because he was walking down the hallway and I just wasn't expecting him to be walking down the hallway. And I was just like, I think I was thinking about our spooky things and the things that we had to record. And I, I freaked out and I looked so stupid. <laughs> and he's like, what, do you think I'm a zombie or something? And I'm like, no, I just didn't know you were going to be there. And I often feel like somebody's going to be walking down the hallway and they're going to attack me. And that's just what I think. But no, it was just my husband. <laughs> I love it. I came out of the, my kitchen the other day holding a knife Uh-oh. because all of a sudden I heard a man's voice in my house and I didn't realize that my husband had gotten home. Oh, and gosh. I was like, who's talking to my kids? And I was just like, and he was like, what exactly are you going to do with that? And I was like, I don't know. I was cutting vegetables. <laughs> but I didn't hear you come in the door. And I didn't hear that it was you because I, of course, I'm listening to a podcast. And what else do you want? Come on. <laughs> Be happy that I'm going to defend our house and our children. Exactly. Like, good thing it was a knife and not a, like, I don't know, spoon or something. Right? At you least got, it was a knife. At least it could do something. Do something. <laughs> you, you have to protect the littles. <laughs> right? Especially when there's a man's voice talking to them and you don't realize it's your husband. Yeah. That's, <laughs> that wouldn't be chill. <laughs> no, it's not okay. <laughs> awesome. Well, I'm excited to hear your spooky tale for today, Michelle. Yes. Well, this one's called Grace Hospital. Mm-hmm. Uh, and it's from More Ghost Stories of Alberta. And again, the author is Barbara Smith. And so this story is about the Grace Hospital maternity ward in Calgary. 
The author had been sent a letter from someone who worked there from 1982 to 1985, who claimed that one of the delivery rooms was haunted. Quote, it had been known for years that a woman in labor placed in that particular room would have a long and difficult delivery, often ending in a cesarean section. The nurses avoided placing patients in that room unless the hospital census of the day dictated otherwise. So they just like paid heed an empty room. Yeah. Cool. <laughs> <laughs> That's fascinating. The room had gained such a reputation and hospital staff accepted it. So when a patient in another ward who claimed to be a psychic heard about it, he was invited to spend some quality time in the delivery room and report his findings. He said there was a ghost residing in the room. Her name was Maudine and she had died in childbirth many years ago. She feared that if she allowed a woman to give birth in that room, they would die as she had. Some of the staff believed him. Others thought it was hooey. Yes, I said hooey. <laughs> That's a great word. And the writer of the letter then went on to tell a story about when she was helping a young family to get ready to leave the hospital with their new baby. And the hospital pipes started making noise. And she just offhandedly said, oh, that's our resident ghost, Maudine. And the new dad looked at her shocked and said, Maudine? Maudine Riley? And the writer stared at him in disbelief and listened as this man explained that he was a direct descendant of the Riley family who had originally owned the land that the hospital was built on. And the hospital was built on the original homestead site. Apparently, the house was two stories. The first floor had the kitchen and living room, and the second floor had bedrooms and maids' quarters. Maudine Riley had lived in the house and died during childbirth in a second floor bedroom. The dad produced a photo of the old Riley house, and from their best interpretations of the photo, the haunted room appeared to be almost in the exact location where Maudine died. Crazy. There was a monument at the Catholic Church that was across the street from the hospital that was erected in the memory of Maudine and her baby. And apparently still, nurses avoid putting laboring moms in that room. So we've talked about like what your job is after you die, right? Like mm -hmm. you go, go to work or whatever, but I think the worst ghost <laughs> job I've heard about is holding a cervix closed. I'm just saying. <laughs> no kidding. I mean, why doesn't she help them have the baby faster and safer? <laughs> like, why do you got to make it more complicated? <laughs> and, and what are you doing to make it stop right? and slow down? <laughs> like, like, I just have this image in my hand. I know, like, head of just, like, pushing <laughs> back. Like, no, stop, stay in there. <laughs> exactly. <laughs> How? How? Why? <laughs> Your logic or like, makes sense, Maudine. Or like haunt the shit out of it so absolutely nobody goes in that room. Like make the door stay locked if there's a laboring mom that needs in there and they can't get in. Yeah, or, you know, flicker all the lights and make it very unsettling or bad smells. You know, all those things that ghosts can do, but stop in childbirth? Yeah. First time I've ever heard that. I know. I was like, well, I have to tell this story because that's just weird. <laughs> that's crazy. The hospital should make it a filing room or something like that. Right, or like storage room. Nobody has to have a baby in that room if that's what's happening. Yeah. That's fascinating. I love that story. I bet, I bet you, though, like the administrators of the hospital are like, eh, it's hooey. Yeah. <laughs> it's hooey. But the, nurse, the nurses know because oh, yeah. they, they get stuck on night shift and they know. They know. Yeah. Yeah, it also reminds us that the ghosts or the people that were like, oh, yeah, it's just so-and-so, they're always here, it's just the yeah. ghosts, that these were actually real people, and 
somebody actually knew them and yeah, yeah and then somebody might be when, connected to them. Like, yeah. So it's like, careful you about what you say. <laughs> Can you imagine just being like, ah, oh, it's just, it's just Maudine. And this guy's like, what do you, what? like my family member, Maudine? Like, really? And you're like, oh, she's yeah. hanging out. You'd <laughs> be like, oh boy. <laughs> Hope I didn't offend him. <laughs> right? Like, oops. Yeah. Super cool though to tie it all together. I know. And neat. Like he had pictures and stuff. Like it was very cool. That's awesome. And that was, that's in Calgary. Oh, cool. Yeah. Awesome. And I was going to find a picture of it, but I didn't actually look for one today. We can definitely find one of those. Mm-hmm. All right. Are you ready for my story? I am. I've been looking at this title. So Tara <laughs> dropped off these books for me so I could read them. But there's a post-it on the front of them that's like, you are not allowed to read Devil Dog and the Rancher That Stayed Behind. <laughs> so I've been very curious about yeah. Devil Dog for like yes. two weeks now. <laughs> well, I'll tell you all about it. <laughs> oh, I feel like my story is very long. Michelle. <laughs> well, mine, mine felt really short, so we'll balance out. It's all good. Okay. Well, that's good. All right. My story for today is the only spooky story that we have covered so far that did not take place in Alberta. Instead, we are moving east. Well, just a little bit. Today, we are going to long gone Saskatchewan. Woo! <laughs> Wide open prairies. Oh, yeah. In the book Canadian Ghost Stories, also written by Barbara Smith, the title Devil Dog caught my eye. The thought of animals becoming ghosts is fascinating to me, and we even mentioned the idea on our last spooky episode. <laughs> but mm -hmm. we can chat more about pet hauntings after I tell you about this particular devil dog. It was July 1983 when four young men left the city of Regina for a memorable camping trip. Three were brothers, which included Bim, Rupin, and Deepin, and they were accompanied by their friend Rob. Right from the start, they knew that this was going to be a trip that they would remember for many years, as only Bim had ever been camping before. Turns what out it was- like Bim? Okay, yes. I was going to say, these are very- <laughs> I think- names. Back on the names, but Bim? Bim really? Bim, Rupin, and Deepin. Yeah, very interesting. I was curious of what their Bim. origin is, because they're all <laughs> brothers, so Bim. Yeah. yeah. Sorry, it's interrupted. Like, it's like Jim, but Bim. Maybe it was like a compromise. Like, I want to name him Bob, and yeah. I want to name him Jim. Yeah. So we're going to go with Bim. It's, it's Bim. It's Bim. Yeah. Or maybe his name was Jimbo or Jim Bob, but then right. he wanted to shorten it to Bim. Bim. <laughs> yeah. yeah, makes sense. Right. <laughs> so only Bim had ever been camping before. Turns out it was a trip that they would never forget, but for much different reasons than what they had originally thought. They arrived at their destination, Lake Diefenbaker, at about 4.30 in the afternoon. First thing they had to do, of course, is stop at the front desk, pick out the best available campsite, and pay the registration fee. When Rupin and Bim were on their way to the building, they passed a big black dog sitting in front of their car, but thought nothing of it. Meanwhile, Rob got out of the car to use a payphone and to notice the big black dog, but he wasn't concerned either. The dog didn't seem to be bothered by the boys. He didn't even seem to notice them. That is until the youngest brother, Deepin, tried to join the others. The moment his feet touched the ground, the dog started going crazy, his brother Rupin described many years later. 
she'd been retreated back into the vehicle as the mysterious dog had proven to be unpredictable and potentially dangerous. No shit. (laughs) Although the encounter was a bit strange, the young man had basically forgotten about the dog by the time they had reached their campsite. After setting up their tent, they got out their dinghy and their pump so they could get out onto the lake. It wouldn't be that simple, however, as no matter how hard they tried, they could not get air into the raft. They had to pack it. <laughs> Is that funny figure. to you? <laughs> figure, right? <laughs> just picturing these three dudes, like just, just, just pumping away and it's not doing anything. Yeah. I feel like I've had an experience like that as well. Yeah. I'm pretty sure we all have. Yeah. It happens. They had to pack it to the nearest service station to use the air hose. This ended up working, but by the time they got back to the camp, it was too late in the day to go out onto the water. Not a big deal. They just planned to go out the next day. They prepared supper and sat around the campfire until about midnight. It was around 2 a.m. when Rupin was awakened by noises outside of the tent. At first, he thought it was something rustling around, perhaps a mouse. But then he thought the noise sounded like a voice. A voice calling for help. He tried to tell himself that it was only his imagination. His ears were playing tricks on him. But the noise continued. He could no longer ignore it when he began hearing the words, help me, help me, move closer and closer to the tent. Nope. No, no, thank you. No, nope. Mm -mm. That is the last thing that I want to hear when I am camping in a tent with no protection. That's about the time that I'm grabbing the knife from under my pillow. (laughs) Yeah, absolutely. Like (laughs) that is just a piece of fabric between you and whatever is out there. Mm. No, thank you. No, thank you. Nope. Mm-mm. Rupin woke up his friend Rob and told him what he had heard. Their conversation woke up the other two boys. Rob teased that their brother was hearing ghosts. After all, they had been telling spooky stories before they had gone to bed. The young men had a laugh and went back to sleep. Everyone except for Rupin, that is. While laying wide awake, the voice returned. This time, more clear than ever. It was now apparent that the voice was coming from a child. No. Mm. Oh my god, the heebies. <laughs> Good. <laughs> That's the point. I don't like it. <laughs> Why had the voice stopped when everyone was awake? Were they just making too much noise to hear it? Perhaps. But Rupin was certain that someone was calling for help and he needed to investigate. He grabbed the axe and headed outside. Which is like, yeah, no, axe, like- knife. At least he had something. <laughs> right, but but at the same time, every horror movie you've ever seen tells you not to investigate the strange sound. Very Don't true. do it. <laughs> but then I also laugh that it's like grabbing an axe to go search for a child. It's like that also doesn't sound good, but I would do the no. same thing, honestly. <laughs> the cries for help became even stronger, so he went back into the tent to wake Rob again. As soon as Rob opened his eyes, Rupin was signaling for him to be quiet and to listen, so he did. That's when he, too, heard the words, help me, help me. They considered, <laughs> <laughs> they considered the possibility that it was some kind of sick prank. But why would they have continued on for so long? Regardless, they had to check to see if someone was truly in need of assistance, so they woke up the other brothers. Now with everyone finally on board, they grab the flashlights and go to look for the kid that was in trouble. Bim and Rupin crawled out of the tent and began shining the lights all around. Suddenly, they caught something moving. 
they were stunned to see the big black dog. It calmly walked out of the bushes as if it had been waiting for them. Just then, the voice stopped and the animal walked off towards the lake. What the fuck? <laughs> <laughs> little spooky, yeah. A little spooky, uh, yeah. I usually welcome any dog that walks into my life, but maybe not that one. Maybe not that one. <laughs> the boys got back into their tent, and not surprisingly, no one could fall back asleep. <laughs> you don't say. Like, uh, same. <laughs> A few hours later, they decided to pack up their camp and leave. The next night, they stayed in a hotel room and headed home. They still had so many unanswered questions. Quote, if the cries, help me, were a prank, then why did it go on for four hours? Where did the devil dog, as they had begun to think of the strange black animal, come from? Why did the dog show up at our campsite, which was all the way across the highway and a bit of a drive from where we first saw it? Why hadn't any of the people in the other campsites been drawn out of their bed by the noises? End quote. Valid questions. <laughs> For real. It's like, uh, are we going to get answers? Mm, kind of, but okay. might just create more questions. <laughs> oh, good. <laughs> yes. So on the drive home, a news story came on the radio. They learned that the day that they had arrived at Lake Dyphon Baker, a man and his young son had drowned. They had with them a big black dog, who had survived by swimming to the shore. The young men listened in silence. They were stunned. This only created more questions. As I said. <laughs> I have full body chills. I'm not even going to lie. Like, my kneecaps are tingling. My elbows are tingling. Like, it's not okay. <laughs> yes. Mission accomplished. So, quote, could they have somehow heard the ghostly echoes of the little boy's final cries? Was it that child's dog that they had seen? If so, was the animal attempting to protect Deepin because he was a young boy, just like the dog's now deceased owner? Was that why the dog had barked at the child when he attempted to get out of the car? Perhaps the tragedy was even connected to their difficulty with the raft. Had something been trying to prevent them from getting out onto the lake? Had the dog been sitting in the bushes guarding the boys to make sure no further fatalities occurred? End quote. The young men will never receive the answers, but the questions will certainly always linger in their minds. And that is the story of the devil dog. Dude. <laughs> oh, he was just being a good boy. I know. I'm like, I don't think he was actually a devil dog, but he was being super creepy about boy. it. Uh, yeah. <laughs> like... Originally, I was like, eh, it's not that creepy of a story. But then I was putting myself in their shoes and, like, laying in a tent in the middle of the night at 2 a.m., hearing a child's voice say, help me, help me. I'm like, okay, yeah, no, I'm spooked. <laughs> and I tried to look up information about this drowning, but unfortunately, it seems as though there have been a few at this lake. One is recent as August of 2020. Ew, what? So that's not great. Mm. It was actually a very interesting story, very sad, very interesting. So 35-year-old Mason Cruz jumped into the lake to rescue a woman that was being pulled under by the strong current. Unfortunately, he too was carried away by the current. The woman survived as she was rescued by her seven-year-old daughter, who was able what? to steer the motorized dinghy to her mom and help her back on board, which is like incredible, but whoa, so sad too that she had to be there and witness that witness that yeah Ugh. so wow yeah, this lake kind of 
gives me the creeps. Yeah, don't go fishing there. Yeah, don't go swimming because apparently strong currents, scary, bad. Yeah, it's, mm-hmm. it's weird having currents like that in a lake. Yeah, I thought that too. And I looked at it on the map and it looks very like long and skinny and it might even like feed into a river or something like that. So maybe that's why there's a, oh, a current, okay. but I could be just completely making that up because I don't know anything about <laughs> large bodies of water. Because usually like you think about lakes and you're like, oh, they're like smooth and pristine yeah. and like whatever. That's... And there's no undertow. That's like an ocean yeah. thing or a river that's thing. That's but... what I thought. Yeah. There's no tides in a lake. Right? <laughs> but apparently in this lake, it's just bad vibes. <laughs> there's somebody pulling you down. Ew, I hate that. Ew. <laughs> Why Ooh, would you sorry. say that? <laughs> I do think about that when, I know, I think about that when I'm in lakes or swimming or anything. I'm just like, what if? I know. It's why I don't like not being able to see the bottom. Yeah. So the lake near our place, not great because you can't see anything. (laughs) Not at all. Oh, and it's squishy and gross. (laughs) Seaweed, it's the worst. (laughs) And I mean, I've watched Friday the 13th a lot of times Mm. and and I've seen that Jason kid pop out of the water at the end. Oh, yeah. yeah. Mm. No. Mm-mm. No, thank you. <laughs> nope. Mm-mm. But back to ghost animals, though, because I just wanted to bring that back because how fun. Yeah. I was just curious if you have ever had an experience with a ghost animal. Well, I don't know if it was a ghost animal or if it was grief, mm. but after... Um, both after I put my dog down and after I put my cat down, I would hear like their tags from their collars, like jingling or like, like it sounded like it was hitting up against their water dish. Right. Oh my gosh. And I was like, I know that's not actually there. I think it's just in my head, but maybe it was. Maybe it was. Or like months, absolute months after we put our cat Ben down, I got into my truck and he was only in my truck like once free like we took mm-hmm. the Dairy Queen actually. <laughs> I always take Hank to Dairy Queen every time he's in town. So Have you I ever get taken it. a cat to Dairy Queen? They don't no. like it so much. It's no. not the same. No. And every time he was like anytime he went to the clinic, he was in a kennel, but that was the mm-hmm. only time he was like free range and in the truck. So like months later, I go to get in my truck and one of his whiskers is on my seat. And I was like, what? I don't what? That's crazy. Yeah. And like, even like being at my mom's house, like after we put my dog down, I would get there and it was almost like I was expecting to hear him Mm. right down the hallway. And I was like, oh, but I'm not right. Yeah. Am I hearing it? Yeah. I'm not. So like, again, I don't know if it, your brain does weird things when you're grieving. So. Right. That's so interesting. And I also like that. Explain the whisker. Yeah. The whisker, that one, I, I don't know. I don't know. But I just, it's not scary though it's like almost comforting though like with animals it's just such a totally different experience than like regular ghosts well yeah and it's not like banner chance for like demon animals that were trying to hurt me like (laughs) it sounded like you know he's just like having a drink out of his water dish or walking down the hallway you know yeah yeah exactly well the one was really strange that i had a ghost pet thing happen in my house well that i'm in now Never have had a pet in here. I mean, we've only lived here for like five years or whatever, but we don't have pets in the house. But one day I was just sitting at my kitchen table and I just full on like had the sensation of a cat rubbing up against my leg. And then I just like bent down to like go to pet it. And then I'm like, 
wait a second. I don't have a cat. <laughs> but Weird. it was 100%. It was a cat rubbing up against my leg. It was very strange. Weird. But I was like, okay, well, if I just have a ghost cat in my house, that's better than the alternative. <laughs> a different kind of ghost. True. I would True. much, much prefer that. Um, and then the other thing I was going to mention is my brother's house, which I've said I think is very haunted, which I will expand on in a little bit, but um, pretty sure it is. <laughs> uh, the previous owner had like seven dogs. So sometimes you can just hear like the nails on the floor scratching around. I don't like that. <laughs> and yeah. So that's just another ghost pet experience too. Mm-hmm. But <laughs> if this uh, podcast sounds a little strange, it's because we started recording on Sunday. And it is now Tuesday. It's Tuesday, guys. Like, what? (laughs) And I blame my brother's house for this. I do, too. Yeah. Yeah. So we were recording, and I just got done my devil dog story. And all of a sudden, I was talking, and Michelle was, like, in the monitor, like, I can't hear you. (laughs) You're not there. Like, hey. (laughs) And I was just like, okay, do you want me? Like, I couldn't tell because I was also reading. So I'm like, are you just like, yeah, continue on. Like, I don't have anything to say right now. I'm like, okay, I'll keep going. It was very (laughs) awkward. (laughs) But it turns out like our our internet just cut right off. And then we got it back again. And when it came back on, it was like this loudest like doorbell noise in our ears scared the shit out of us. Stayed on for yeah, another. Not good. Yeah, <laughs> we we will attach the recording of us <laughs> hearing that noise and freaking the fuck out. I'll put it in after our end music plays. <laughs> yes, that would be awesome. I'll pop it on there at the end so you guys can hear our. Well, I was scared as hell <laughs> and our confusion. So I'll pop that on there. But um, so yeah, then after that we came back on for a minute and then it cut out completely again. And it was so strange. And so I tried to fix it at my house. I was like, it must be on my ends. I'm trying to fix it. Nothing's working. Next day, nothing's working. So then I talked to my mom. She's like, well, it must be from your brother's house because your guys' internet is connected. So you need to go down into the basement and reboot the internet. <laughs> I was like, And I was like messaging Tara being like, did you get sucked into a demon vortex? Yeah. Did you find the lost Ouija board? Like, are you okay? <laughs> right. I was like, um, the basement? You're telling me I have to go into the spooky basement to fix this issue? Like at night? At mm-hmm. night? After we were like this all happened because we were telling ghost stories and now this happens and now I have to go to the source of the where the ghosts come from. Mm-hmm. Like, no, 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 no. So then I waited until tonight to go there while it was still kind of light out because I was like, I'm not going in the dark. Hell no. I had to force my dog into the house. He was like, I'm not going in there. No, absolutely not. Usually he like will run into my house. No problem. Like let me in. But Mark's house, no. I had to pick him up and carry him and then (laughs) push him inside, slam the door and keep him there. And then he just like was frozen at the top of the stairs, like wouldn't move. But at least I had Hank around. Not Mm -hmm. a very good guard dog. (laughs) To protect you from the demon entity in the basement. Right. He's effective against, like, people coming into our yard, but demons is where he draws the line, apparently, Mm because he was not having it. Mm -mm. But anyways, go into the basement, and my mom called just then, so then I was on the phone with her as I was in the basement, so it was a little bit better. Like, okay, 
at least if I die, somebody will hear and she'll come looking for me. Um, but I try to fix it. And then she ended up coming to the house. I went back to my house to see if I fixed it. I didn't. So then she was messing around with the internet and she's like, oh, that's so strange. It was completely unplugged. And the part that was unplugged, it was like that piece that goes in that you have to pinch it to unplug it. And and you wouldn't have touched that when you were down there. I wouldn't have, No, I did not touch that one. And my brother had not been home for a day and hadn't returned to his house. And it's just in his basement in a spare bedroom that nobody goes into. And it was just straight up unplugged. It was like, okay. Yeah, message received ghost from Mark's house that's listening to our podcast and was like, okay, that's... <laughs> Sorry, that's my tiny human touch. That's not a, not a ghost. Not a I ghost. <laughs> but yeah, so we thought everything was solved. And we're ready yeah. to record again tonight. Get everything ready. Good to go. And there is this terrifying, like robot talking noise in my headphones and I'm just like what is that I hate it (laughs) immediately turn on the lights because I'm like I'm already scared and could not get it to go away for like half an hour we tried (laughs) maybe more it turns out it was my mic (laughs) (laughs) and I was joking the whole time like I don't know Michelle I think there's a ghost on your end like it's in my headphones so it's coming from your house (laughs) Turns out Mm -mm. it was coming from her place, but it was, I don't know. Just a shitty mic connection. We'll just say it's a shitty mic connection and no ghosts were involved. But it was terrifying and it sounded like spooky ghosts talking into static. So I hated it. Yeah. But then we got Mm -hmm. it figured out and now we're back. It was great. It was great. Yeah. Yeah. So anyways, just wanted to catch you guys up on um, this great week of recording. (laughs) Yeah, it's it's been fun. <laughs> it's been fun. But anyways, Michelle has some more spooky experiences of her own to end us on. Well, you just reminded me. Hmm. Yeah, you just reminded me of one that I'd completely forgotten about, actually. Mm. And it just came right back to me. Um, years ago, a family friend of ours moved to Calgary. Mm. And I was on the phone with their son. And like, they said that that house was weird and like Mm -hmm. things weren't normal there and their dog, they had a black lab and she was the best, best dog ever. She's awesome. And she refused to go into the laundry room. Would not. Mm -hmm. Yeah. Would not. And so like, they always kind of joked that the house was haunted because the dog didn't like it. But I was on the phone with their son and all of a sudden I hear this like bang, 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 bang. And then it stopped. And I was like, Oh my God. And he's like, did you hear that? And I was like, uh, yeah, sure did. And he was like, the picture frame on the wall beside me just started rattling and then stopped. Oh my God. And I was like, you need to move. Like, that's a nope from me. I was like, well, I'm not coming to visit you. (laughs) Bye. No kidding. Holy shit. That'd be terrifying. Yeah, totally just reminded me of that. I was like, oh, that took me right back. Weird. <laughs> Yikes. Yes. Um, but otherwise, I was going to talk about, I was going to tell a little more about the hotel stories because mm. my experiences in the hotel were a little different than yours. But the first one I was going to talk about was a house that Des and I went to go look at when we were house shopping to buy this house. And it's actually like four houses down from where we bought. Mm. And it's now an empty lot because that house actually got pushed into a hole 
Thank God. (laughs) Yeah, Uh, probably for the best. (laughs) I refer to it as our town's version of the Amityville house. Oh, wow. Yeah. So like when we walked in, because we're like, it's this cute little house. Like it looked like a little barn. It was like adorable. It was like 120,000. I was like, yeah, perfect. Way too much money for that house, actually. (laughs) Like, well, I wouldn't have paid 50000 for that house. Yeah. Well, we get inside, and, like, the house itself is just creepy. Like, you walk in, and there's, like, a porch, but the porch is on an angle, and you're like, oh, like, that's unsettling. Yeah. And you go in, and, like, the whole house is carpeted. Like, I'm not even kidding. Bathroom was carpeted. Ew. Kitchen was carpeted. Like, pantry off the kitchen was carpeted. Like, <laughs> sort of. <laughs> so nasty. I just don't so... even want to think about what is in that carpet. I know, like From all the years, so Ugh. much urine. That's <laughs> <sick>. <laughs> totally. And so we like go in, and it's advertised as like a three bedroom, two bathroom, right? Whatever. Mm. We're like, okay. So we found like main floor. We checked it out. Like, found the bedroom down there, and then we have to go upstairs. Mm. And we're like, where's this other bathroom? Because there's a room to the right of us, and a room to the left of <laughs> us, and there's like a closet at the top of the stairs. I'm like. Okay. And there's no electricity upstairs, which was also terrifying because it was like Uh, 10 years ago. Why? (laughs) Come on. Why would you not have electricity upstairs? The room on the left looks like a normal bedroom. We're like, okay. And Des opens the closet at the top of the stairs and it's literally a shitter in a sink. (laughs) (laughs) But then we're like still asking the question because it was advertised like there was like however they worded in realtor speak that there's a bathtub right like we have yet to find the bathtub downstairs there's like a toilet and a sink and you know like but there's Mm -hmm. no like bathing vessel in this house okay so then we go to the room on the right and again no electricity and there's a bathtub in the middle of this room ew (laughs) Mm -hmm. and there's just like a shower head like hanging out in there and I was like I need to go like it's I have the willies yeah there's <laughs> and then we go and like check out the kitchen and whatever and then Des is like oh, I'm gonna go into the basement I was like me and the realtor were like straight up like no that's fine yeah. I was like it's it's been nice knowing you yeah <laughs> see ya he goes into the basement and he like comes back up the stairs and he's like white as a ghost and I was like what's wrong with you <laughs> That's just my husband dropping stuff in, in downstairs. <laughs> scaring me. <laughs> I was like, what's wrong with you? He's like, there's like a dirt floor. There's oh. an old ringer washer in the basement. And he's like, and there's a closed door that has like crayon drawings on it. Uh-uh. No, no. No. Bad vibes. Right? No. And like, while he was down there, I had gone into the pantry just off the kitchen and I got the worst feeling in my gut. I was like, and all I could say was something bad happened in here. Oh God. Oh, he I got just upstairs. got the chills. Ooh. He got upstairs and he said to me like about the, the crayons and I was like, we need to go. Like yeah. this house is telling us to get out and we need to go. We need to listen. <laughs> like we out. Our yeah. realtor was like, yeah, there's some houses that should just be pushed into a hole. this would be one of them yeah and I'm happy it's not there anymore but I still like I walked past it the other night because I was out for a walk in the dark apparently (laughs) (laughs) that's what I do normal activity yeah and as I was 
walking past that house and there's nobody else on the street. There was just like, it was like I walked through somebody's cologne. Oh God. Yeah. And I was like, oh, I don't like it. I don't like it. I don't like it. I don't like it. And I just like hustled my ass home and like, yeah, mm. yeah. I'm, I didn't even tell you that. No, I, this is the first time I'm hearing any of that. <laughs> yeah. It was terrifying. I am so interested to know what happened in that house. Something bad, man. It was not Something good. Something real bad. Yeah. Like, and even just like when we walked in, I was just like, I felt uneasy, but I walked yeah. into that pantry and I was like, mm, something bad happened here. I got to go. Like, yeah. Ooh. Yeah. That's not a good and, first impression. <laughs> no, it's like, I'm not buying this. No. no. And it just stayed on the market. Like it, yeah. nobody was buying that house. Fair enough. <laughs> With good reason. Yes. Uh, and then, um, in the hotel, like we've talked about our ghost walk and whatever mm-hmm. and how Tara went and did hers on a different day. Like, yep and felt different things than I did. But the one thing that at the back, so you go down that hallway of horrors that we've talked about and there's this like stairwell that goes up, right? Yep. And first off, when we're walking down the hallway, one of the, my friends that I was with kept touching her face. I was like, what's, what are you doing? And she's like, well, it feels like there's like spider webs on my face. And I'm like, there's, there's nothing there. Yeah. Mm -mm, Nothing, not a thing. And she's like, okay. Okay. Great. Great. <laughs> and so we get back to this stairwell and it's like three steps up. And my, the same friend who felt the spider webs on her face, she's like, Oh, she's like, my stomach feels weird here. Mm-hmm. And I was like, Oh, that's weird. So she went all the way up to the top of the stairs and then came back down, hit that same stair. And she's like, yeah, my stomach feels weird. And I was like, that's weird. Yeah. So I go up the stairs, hit that same step. And I was like, it smells awful. Ugh awful. Like I can't even describe the smell that was on that like third step up. And I was like, it smells like death for lack of a better description. It smelled like death. And my other girlfriend was going up the stairs with me at the same time. Cause I was like, I am not doing this shit alone. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> and she was like, really? I don't smell anything. Like I just smell like, like laundry soap maybe. And I was like, what the hell? What the hell? Went up the stairs came down. I was like, Kate, yeah, I'm good. Yeah. And then there's this, like, the boiler room that you showed the picture of. Oh, I hated that room. Right? The hole oh, the oh there's a hole in the stairs. And I think there's a, Which I didn't even oh. notice the hole when I went in there because there was that, like, room behind the boiler room. <laughs> yes. Yeah. That all of I it was to, bad. Again, I got to that door and I was like, I am not going in there. Yeah. Yeah. And my girlfriends went in, but I was like, no. You can't make me. I did. And I was like, I hate this. It went in yeah. one time. We left and then we're like, let's go in again. And then the, on the second time is when we realized there was a hole under the stairs. And we're like, okay, yeah, no, no, out, gone. I was like, I'm not. I'm not Bye. going in there. Yeah. And then we come out of the, do- the boiler room. We go back down towards the Hall of Horrors. And there's this room. And we're like, oh, whatever. We'll go check it out. Mm-hmm. The light's on, whatever. We went in. There's just a chair sitting in this room. Oh. Oh, yeah, I know. Okay, yeah, you know that room, right? Mm-hmm. And then we're like, okay, whatever. We come out, and we very clearly hear something fall in that room. Oh, God. <laughs> and we're like, okay, cool. Like, what and, could have that been? And my girlfriend had her phone, like, on live photo, and she was taking pictures as we heard something fall, and you can clearly see something move in front of her. Oh, camera. my God. Oh, I yeah. hate that. <laughs> I hate all of it. <laughs> and there's other places that I would 
I would walk into her room and it was just like freezing cold. I was like, it's cold in here. And she'd be right beside me being like, no, it's not. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Like, no, it's not. And it's like, okay, like, I don't like that. But the biggest thing for me was she went again later mm. for this like other thing that was there. Cause we have like a, a spirit lady in town that yeah. does EVP and stuff. So, and so cool. she, she convinced her husband who is the biggest non-believer mm-hmm. in town. Like he's like, I don't mm-hmm. believe this shit. Like you people are crazy, but you want to do date night. Fine. We'll do date night. <laughs> <laughs> That's an awesome date. <laughs> right. I was like, this is wicked. Yeah. And at one point over by that room where I heard the thing fall, Mm. he got really weird. And my friend was like, what's going on? Like, are you you okay? He's like, it smells like, like a car accident over there. And I should explain that he is a tow truck driver and he does all of our highway cleanup after accidents. And he's some of the worst things that he's seen. He's like, it smells like that. Oh no. And then we learned afterwards that that room was where they used to keep the bodies when the morgue was full. What? Yeah. (laughs) I didn't know that. (laughs) Apparently that was a thing. Oh my God. Yeah. And so he was like- No wonder it's so freaking haunted. (laughs) I know. So I was like, well, if he believes, then like, Mm -hmm. I'm never going down there again. Like, (laughs) no. (laughs) Yeah. Like, yeah, I was thinking about it, you know, for content, but I'm like, I don't know if I can bring myself to go down there again. I don't want to. I pr- kind of promised my, uh, my cousin that if she wanted to go, I would go with her. Hmm. Yep. But that's the only way I will go back. Yeah. And maybe, I mean, I could go with you. Yeah. It'd be fun. But thanks to COVID, they're not actually going into the basement right now during the ghost uh, walks. So. Yeah. Well, mm-hmm. close, close quarters. <laughs> and scary. Mm-hmm. And very scary. Yeah. My mom wanted to go with me because she's like, you feel all these like things and I don't feel those things. So I just want to go with you. So like, I can see what you're feeling. And I'm like, well, I got a lot of feelings. She's like, she's, she's a skeptic. She's like, I don't know if I believe this stuff, but when I was like, this is cold. And she's like, no, it's not. And I'm like, dude, I'm not making this up. And she's like, and then we heard the thing fall and she's seen this stuff on her camera. She's like, I still don't know what to believe. She was like, I still don't know what to believe. Right. Yeah. (laughs) Yeah. So, so fun. Oh my gosh. Yeah. Totally an experience that I'm so glad I did, but also at the same time, what the fuck happened down there? Oh, totally. I'm glad I did it, but like, yeah, looking back on it, I'm like, why was I so like, yeah, sure. I'll do that. I'll go into every corner of this terrifying basement and check it out and take pictures and videos hoping to catch that. Like, why would I do that? It's so scary. gluttons for punishment. Yeah, very true. You really very don't true. like to sleep? Or... Yeah. But there's, there's parts of that basement that, like, I'd seen pictures of it after, like, and I was like, there was a bathroom down there? I didn't even see that bathroom, but it was terrifying. And Oh, like, God, that sounds awful. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, a lot of, like, yeah, certain rooms, like, each room was, like, different, which mm-hmm. was, like, eerie, but interesting. Mm-hmm. And some particular rooms just reminded me of, like, horror movies like just like oh that one reminded me of dark water which i've told you about the movie dark water before which is Mm -hmm. very similar it's like the elisa lamb case but it happened Mm -hmm. before elisa lamb's yeah because we just looked that up recently yeah after maybe the last spooky 
I don't know when we did, but yeah, we looked into it. Anyways, there's one room in there that I was like, ooh, yeah, that's dark water. Like that's 100%. That's the feel. And just, yeah, yeah. different rooms had different vibes to them. Totally. Totally. Yeah. And, and like, some, some were like, totally oh, fine. Like, hey, this one's fine. It's yeah. got a wrapped up Christmas tree in it and it's yeah. all good. Like it's whatever. It's like used for storage. There's a Halloween mask sitting in the corner, but like, right for that. It's also like interesting. You could kind of see like the hotel manager or whatever, like which rooms yeah. she also was okay yeah. with like she's okay with all of it but you could tell like oh yeah these ones are like used often for like storage but there's ones like the one with the chair in it that are just not used and I feel right? like there's and a reason for that there's a reason why you're not putting stuff in that room yeah but I also like the tour ended and we're like getting ready to go home and all of a sudden we hear piano music like <gasps> coming down the stairs oh god and I was like what the fuck is that yeah. And there's a bar upstairs in the hotel. So we were like, we're going to go up and have a drink. And I was like, but if there's nobody playing a goddamn piano up there, I'm fucking out of here. Yeah, I'm gone. <laughs> and we walk in and there's like an empty piano. And I was like, dude, I'm leaving. But then my girlfriends were like, no, no, there's another piano. And there's like, <laughs> the hotel owner is like over there playing beautiful music on the piano. And it was fine. But I was like, I'm out. Like, like no. <laughs> what the hell is happening <laughs> yeah no thank you but no I'm good oh, that's awesome yeah such a yeah. fun experience I've said it before but if your town has a ghost walk or anything like that do just it. do it it's so interesting and you learn so much about like the history of the town yeah. too like that like I learned so much oh yeah about and I've been here my whole life some of the things I've never heard before so it was fascinating yeah yeah, like apparently that hotel burnt down like twice. <laughs> yeah. And they keep uh, putting it back up. Yeah. And the basement was used for a an investigation on a big murder case in our town. That's where all the cops yeah. went to deal with that and, you know, investigate yeah. things. Yeah. And apparently it was the morgue and like, yeah. <laughs> the backup morgue when there's too many bodies. What the fuck does that yeah. mean? What was happening in our town at that no. moment of time where there was too many bodies for a morgue? I know. I don't know. I like it. Uh, I don't know. <laughs> Not cool. <laughs> Not cool. But yes, very fun. So yeah. those are my, my spooky stories for the night. Oh, I love it. <laughs> That's fantastic. And I guess this is going to come out right before Halloween. Yes. So happy Halloween, everybody. Hope you have a yes. great spooky time. And be safe. Make good mm -hmm. choices. You know, don't egg anybody's cars. You know. Yeah. All those Houses things. are appropriate. Cars yeah. are not. You can wreck your paint. That's real true. bad. Really bad. <laughs> <laughs> and if you choose to toilet paper people's houses maybe like know who lives there because I'm pretty sure one time I I toilet papered a tree outside of somebody's house and I think it was an old lady's house and then I felt terrible oh. afterwards <laughs> I felt so bad so choose your targets is what I'm saying yes I had my house toilet papered once but inside oh and it was my wedding night and my friends are assholes oh so. wow <laughs> that's fun <laughs> I was not happy when I got home. I bet. It's like <laughs> the last thing I want to do is clean my house right now. <laughs> and I, I was mad. And then I, I got up to my, my room and they made like a heart out of toilet paper and put it on the bed. So it's like, okay, that's cute. That's pretty cute. <laughs> but screw you guys. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> that's awesome. Yes. Yeah. All right. Well, let us know what you think about the episode. And if you have a spooky story, please send it in. We would love to hear it. Mm -hmm. You can email us at murderandmerlot at gmail.com. 
Find us on Instagram at Murder Merlot Podcast, Facebook at Murder Merlot Podcast, and Twitter at Murder and Merlot One. You can listen to us on Apple Podcasts, Podbean, Spotify, and pretty much anywhere else you can find podcasts. We would love if you subscribed, and if you don't, you're dead to me. Also, side note, I forgot, hmm. but guys, Morbid, like our podcast, our big fangirl, oh, yeah. liked one of our tweets. Oh, yeah. <laughs> That was fantastic. So excited. Also, if you're really in the mood for spooky stories, go check them out because like their last three have been amazing and Mm. totally creeped me out. The Whaley House, the Myrtle Plantation, and there's one today that I listened to about a terrifying box that I never want to speak of ever again. So definitely go check them out because they're amazing. They're so good at the spooky. Oh my God. Spooky queens. Yes. They're goddesses. Mm Mm-hmm. But remember to drink wine because it's not good to keep things bottled up. Bye. Oh my god. What the hell was that? Oh shit, did you get a doorbell? Yes, what the hell? And all of a sudden now you're Oh my god. <laughs> Oh my god. Okay, I'm turning my lights on because I am so <laughs> Oh my god. <laughs> Holy shit. I could see you. I couldn't hear anything. Okay. I could just see you talking. Yes. And then all of a sudden there was a doorbell and then I could hear you again. <laughs> oh my god. Because yeah, so I was like, and that's my story of the devil dog. And then I'm like, are you going to say anything? You want me to like, keep talking? Okay, I'll keep talking. And then I'm like, I can't no. hear you. And then I'll, my computer kind of did a weird, like, flickery, like, things were happening on the screen. And then it was, like, connecting. And you're just like, I don't know. <laughs> uh, stop the g- <sighs> What the fuck? <laughs>